1: This week, I am in the Central West End at 10 Westmoreland Place, also known as the Namisco Mansion, with the owner, Joy Christensen. What a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me in. This place is so beautiful.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Scott. We've lived here 28 years. We're actually putting it on the market. It's this weekend, as a matter of fact.
1: I know. Yes. I know. It's incredible. So it's on the market. Yes. How much uh, is the check I have to write to buy it?
0: Well, we're asking $1999, which is actually a big bargain for our neighborhood. I don't know. You know, a lot of St. Louisans even don't know about our neighborhood. But it is uh, Westmoreland Place and Portland Place are the last two intact private places in the in the entire country, in the nation. Uh, and that's because they didn't allow us to cut these homes up into uh apartments or multi-family homes or commercial buildings they were always kept as single family residences so they're they're amazing to be able to find something like this with this quality over this many years
1: so just shy of two million yes get get in here all right uh we are in the dining room right now and there are lots of rooms in this house how many are there actually
0: uh-oh, I should know the answer to this after 28 years. Um, I'm going to say 21. I know we have uh, 15 fireplaces and 11 bathrooms, and that's another unusual thing for this 11 house. bathrooms? Yes, yes, because typically you would find a house of this size, 12,000 square feet, to have maybe two, three, four at the most bathrooms because bathrooms and closets were not big back then. People would literally have a suit or two, so they would have small, small closets. But this home was really built with somebody who was had attention to your needs and desires about big closets and many bathrooms.
1: You said back then. Yes. When was back then?
0: Okay. Uh, the house was built in 1896. By Louis Dozier, who was a biscuit manufacturer, cracker manufacturer, for the Dozier Wheel Cracker Company. That is responsible for the phrase, Polly a cracker. That phrase was made in this home. Uh, that company later became Nabisco.
1: So uh, Louis was also connected to the World's Fair, which happened yes. a few years after this house was built. And we are within spitting distance, almost, of, of what yes. where the grounds were.
0: Well, Louis Dozier was on the steering committee, so uh, he really worked with the architect John Weiss to have uh, the home with that in mind. Because we have our large ballroom, which most homes like this would have on the third floor, he had put on the lower level in the basement. It's medieval. It's spectacular. But it's down there because he wanted more bedrooms for all the people from all over the nation that were going to come to see the World's Fair. And you could literally walk right across the street. And not only was it magical, it was just some kind of I guess they had the pink nuns praying back then <laughs> because their weather never really got up to even 80 degrees all summer in St. Louis. But that was a fluke because, you know, before and after. Yeah. But that year, it was just something that everybody got smiled upon. So it was wonderful.
1: I bet it was a wonderful time to be in this house. Now, you mentioned the basement, which has the ballroom. Mm-hmm. That room is Stunning. Yes. It's it's medieval, as you said. Yes. There's there's knights down there. Yes. There's stained glass. Beautiful. Uh, tell me about the ballroom a little bit.
0: Yes. Well, the owner had that built uh, with a male-like card room. If you watch the movie Titanic, you see that after dinner, the men would retreat to the smoking area, the, the pool billiard room, which is what the large room had, a lot of billiard tables, and the smaller room that you enter into first uh, was a card room. And the ladies would go to the, the ladies' parlor over here upstairs, the white parlor. And downstairs it was medieval because back then they were the Victorians were into anything exotic and unusual. And they loved Turkish rooms, they loved medieval rooms. So we have these um, balls with spikes on them as the original chandeliers and the uh, whole room has bottled glass windows that sink down six feet so you can bring the light in from outside even during the day, or during the day even when the lights aren't on. And uh, they have uh, shields with different um, uh, herald motifs on those. Um, it's a, It's just like a pub. It's like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've had so many events down there. So everything from this, the symphony and fundraisers to my kids had sleepovers, you know, disco parties, just everything. We also have a hemodome, which is a big feature of this house. It's a stained glass uh, half round circle with uh, fish fish a scale a top of stained glass, and it has a musical motif because in that area musicians can play and it will be acoustically correct throughout the entire house.
1: That is amazing.
0: It's also the place they laid out the dead, so you put your coffin there. And in fact, this house had uh, the second daughter of Louis Dozier married Augie Bush, and they had a scandalous <laughs> divorce where most. Divorces back then were scandalous. It wasn't like, <laughs> oh, we could just get divorced like today. He <laughs> threw her fur coat on her coffin up there and said, You're going to need this where you're going, honey, because you've been cold as hell all your life.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, you can't make that up. that's
0: not true, though, (laughs) because this house is full of wood, and it's warm, and we know he's the one.
1: (laughs) Well, let's talk about that wood, because (laughs) it really is throughout the house. It's striking. That was the one thing that stood out to me as we walked around. So tell me a little bit more about the wood and its origins.
0: Yes, there's so much beautiful hand-done work. It was an art. In fact, they had artisans from Italy come in and carve this wood. Today you have homes that have what looks like carved wood it's done on a computer and it doesn't have the soul you know that and we, when we had to remove some things to you know repair behind it and we replaced it, we saw that they sign their names on the back and it's and it's true because it was a work of art. We have uh, walnut, we have um, African mahogany, the room we're, <clears throat> we're sitting in right now, which is the dining room. Uh, we have curly maple, uh, which is not tiger maple. We have curly pine that is extinct now. And it's so beautiful. But they used it as like a cheaper wood, like on the upper and lower level. And the, the elevator has uh, a curly pine. And I think it's gorgeous. It looks sort of burled. But they act. the reason it went extinct is because they used it up. They just used it so much, they literally used it up.
1: So, Joy, you mentioned that the this house is on the market. Why are you selling it?
0: Uh, Because we are now. Our children have gone, uh, you know, grown and gone. And uh, well, after twenty eight years, it's time for another family. We never, you know, we never really own these homes in our minds. We are caretakers at this place in history. So, it's time for the a new. I'm going to (laughs) cry. owner to come in. But we lovingly restored this, and the next person, I hope, will keep it intact like we have as as much as possible.
1: And this coming week, you're having something of an open house slash party for people who can afford to move into a $2 million mansion.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, it's actually a bargain.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: It's a great bargain. Uh, so, yes, it's open to uh, now on, on the market. So we uh, have Dealman Sotheby's, and you can uh, have your agent give her a call. Our Erica Will- Willard is our agent. You can call her up and come see it.
1: Perfect. Now, Joy, tell me a little bit about your background. I know people who have listened to radio in St. Yes. Louis for a long time would know, know your name. Right. So tell me a little bit about your career.
0: Well, um, there's a certain demographic <laughs> that remembers me as Joy in the Morning from Keishi Radio, and um, my husband Ron Stevens is also from Keishi. And this year we will have been married fifty years.
1: Oh my goodness! Yes. Congratulations! Uh, yes. Wow! In
0: October. Yes. Wow, that's great. <laughs> well, just send a sympathy card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now tell me about you know uh, uh, rock is your thing? Yes, yeah. yes.
0: Well, we used to have huge media parties here. I mean, you could have 250 people and not even not even know anybody was here. <laughs> uh, but we would have um, big parties for uh, Christmas parties and uh, everybody from, in you know, re- television, radio. We had Team 11 up in the Hemadome, you know, yeah. <laughs> over the years it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been hosted. Uh, we've hosted the international film festival every year. Uh, so we've had international stars, directors, and producers in the house.
1: Didn't you say you were having an event coming up at the Sheldon?
0: Oh, uh, yes. Yes. What yes. Is that? Thank you. <laughs> uh, coming up the end of this month on February 29th, which is the last day, uh, of February leap year. It's leap year this year. So we get that extra day. Um, At the Sheldon, it's life, death, and other scary things. And that's my husband's idea. Uh, And he has uh, John Hewlett and a host of other people from all over, including radio here in St. Louis, Um, and big name celebrities. And I am opening the show with a slideshow, Um, which I have to put together.
1: Do you have any, any thoughts on what it might be? <laughs>
0: uh, well, it's going to be about scary things okay. because I'm scared because I don't have a, a, a slideshow yet. <laughs> <laughs> I later opened a restaurant <clears throat> here in St. Louis called The Fountain on Locust. And we have some uh, in the bar area. You, there's still one of our series called Soap Hospital. So you can uh, turn up the volume and listen to. Oh, yeah. There's like 130 of those on a bit, on a reel, on a on a loop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How about that? Well, you've led quite a life so far, uh, dabbling in this and that and, uh, art and creation of radio. And, and then of course, architecture sort of with yes. having a house like this. Yes. Um,
0: I, I restored the, the arts, um, house, which I guess you're going to have to come see.
1: Oh yeah. The, the, uh, it's in Sulor.
0: Yes. That's, that took eight years. That, <laughs>
1: <that's>, <laughs> that took like, eight years. Uh, yes.
0: Yes. I thought, uh, I remember when I first got it and I, I, the next day, I was talking to John Persporn uh, from Channel 2, yeah. and um, and he said, oh, I know the guy for you. He's going to be able to make your mill work. And I'm like, yes, this is a sign. I did the mm-hmm. right thing. And I called the guy. I go, how long would it take you to make like you know one thing? And he was like, well, it might take maybe mm, six months or so. And I was like, forget that. <laughs> I'm going to be living here in six months. <laughs> <laughs> that was eight years ago. <laughs> His name was Eric Lavelle.
1: Uh, is, is it actually done now? Uh, it, yes, uh, yeah. yes.
0: We just moved in, Memorial Day. Okay, so, so. you moved
1: in. Uh-huh. Uh, and Just just tell me a little bit about that house. so People would recognize it driving on 12th Street in yes. Soulard. If anybody, you can't miss it.
0: Yes. <laughs> if anybody's familiar with Soulard at all, uh, they, they know the house because it's the one that you stop and you go oh, look at that house. (laughs) (laughs) Then you take pictures. Uh, And it was literally falling apart. It was so and this the, the ugly money they call it. The stuff you don't see that costs so much. It was termites. It ter- and we didn't really? we didn't even know it. 4 years into the project, we found we thought it was just water damage because there were so many missing windows and you know the roof wasn't right and all this stuff. Um so there was quite a bit of damage, but um you have to you know replace the joists and also so, like basically rebuild the house. And you're like how can this happen? It took two years to build back in the day and now it takes eight years to restore (laughs) but that's because you just can't go and out go to home depot or something you have to have everything fabricated if you're going to do a restoration as opposed to a a, you know just a rehab
1: and does that house have a nickname
0: the arts house yes yes you'll have to come see that yeah
1: i'll have to come see that and it does have some resemblance to maybe an Adams family. Oh, vibe. it looks
0: exactly like the Adams family. Everybody calls it the Adams family house. Okay. We dressed up like the Adams family for Halloween this year.
1: Oh, you <laughs> yes, did? Yes, of course. So
0: I guess we're going to have to every year. Well, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's the house is a tiny, tall Victorian. It's very ornate and it's uh, a Second Empire style, just like the one, just almost exactly like the one in the Adams family.
1: Joy Christensen. You're a great interview, Uh, your radio background (laughs) and your uh, comedy background and your performance uh, all comes through. (laughs) So it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for the tour and your time and the interview.
0: Thank you so much, Scott. I love what you're doing. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact